Hey, fellow daydreamers, do you know we have a Twitch? Because we do. And if you want to interact with us more, sign up and subscribe to our Twitch at Daydreamer Media so we can, you know, do more things with you and have sounds and more chats and all that good stuff. So yeah, Daydreamer Media on Twitch. Ian, hit the sound for the podcast. What's chillin', what's chillin', y'all? Welcome into the Fantasy Daydreamers podcast. Thank you, producer Ian, for dropping that beat. Banger. I am your host, JJ. With me today, I have Keone. Oh, hello. Hi, everybody. That's, uh, I'm, you can follow me on the, the Twitter machine on uh, Daydreamer Keone, where, yeah, I'll be there. I'll be and, there. <laughs> and Ryan is here. And you guys can follow Ryan at Rocco Daydreamer. R-O-K-K-O. Rocco. <laughs> I was going to do it, but you got it. Oh, my bad, my bad. R-O-K-K-O. <laughs> you guys can follow me at JJ Daydreamers. We have some news to go over for you today. We have our waiver wire, and then we have our t- week 12 recap. So let's get into the news. Lions running back DeAndre Swift left early on Thanksgiving with a shoulder sprain. He is considered day-to-day. It's a rough one. It really um, is. DeAndre Swift is, yeah, has been pretty good. But Jamal Williams, I think... Is going to come in, going to get the majority of the touches with Swift being out. I think Swift does miss at least one week. So, what about you, Ken? Yeah, keep him. Uh, I wish you know it would be nice if he wasn't injured, but I under, like uh, you're oh nine and one or whatever it is. So you know, keep him healthy and you know keep him out for the time being, to, so he can come back and be healthy. I know it sucks for um, fantasy managers, but you know. It's, yeah, Jamal, hopefully you'll be able to pivot to Jamal Williams. Also on Thanksgiving Day, Raiders tight end Darren Waller left his game with what turned out to be a strained IT band in his knee. There's no timetable as of now, but the potential is he's going to miss week 13. Great. So this is another guy I have in the same league as DeAndre Swift. So this was was a rough week for injuries for me. Um but we still pulled it we pulled it through um but yeah this is uh this is tough but i mean there've been other tight ends that have played better than Darren Waller so i mean it's not a terrible terrible hit like it is a big hit but i think you've been able to either find somebody who can stream or you know uh somebody else for the tight end position based off matchup uh you know tight ends a wasteland and that kind of sucks about Waller um but We'll see who fills behind him. Hunter Renfro is getting off on Thursday, though. Yeah. Titans wide receiver A.J. Brown was placed on IR on Saturday, meaning he cannot return until week 15 for the Titans. The Titans are getting beat up. First Julio Jones, now A.J. Brown. Derrick Henry is already on IR. Man, 
they were they were on such a hot streak and they have a lot of injuries now. I think they were they were saying they had like three receivers in the game with like every with all of their injuries and it's like so that's like how do you only have five receivers on the roster? That's <laughs> wild. That's like clearly mismanagement of some kind or something. I, I you gotta have a lot on your practice squad, but you gotta elevate some of them. Like real something. for real. Yeah, I don't know. Jaguars tight end Dan Arnold left early with an MCL sprain. He will miss four to six weeks. I think you can go ahead and just drop Dan Arnold at this point. James O'Shaughnessy did come back for the Jaguars. He caught a two-point conversion. Um, Whenever they went and acquired Dan Arnold, James O'Shaughnessy was on IR, so he's back. He'll probably take over um, back that starting tight end position. Panthers running back Christian McCaffrey rolled his ankle in the first half of Sunday's game. He was later seen in a walking boot, and the team placed him on IR for a second time this season, meaning he will miss the rest of the year. Christian McCaffrey done for the season. Keone. So there's a term, I think, in RPGs or um, games, but I think it's RPG, RPG specifically, um, called a glass cannon. Role-playing role games for yes, those uh, that, yeah, yeah. that don't know. I'm sorry, I'm speaking some different I, vernacular, but yes, role-playing <laughs> games. Yeah, I didn't know what that was like a year ago, so I'm just filling in the rest of the listeners. Fair enough. Just in case. I didn't know what it is now, so. <laughs> uh, me. Um, there's a there's a type of character called like a glass cannon, which means they hit really hard, but they break very easily. That is Christian McCaffrey. So um, after after two years of this kind of, it might be time to. Uh, it'll definitely affect his his where he's drafted next year. I think for sure. So, but yeah, this sucks. This really sucks. But if you kept yeah. on to Chuba Hubbard, good for you. Like that. Yes, that's why you did this. Yep. Eagles running back Miles Sanders hurt his ankles in Sunday's game. Boston Scott came in, got a majority of the workload after that. No timetable yet on Miles Sanders, so you'll have to listen in on Thursday's podcast. See if we can uh, update you. Vikings running back Dalvin Cook left early with a shoulder injury. He tore his labrum while dislocating his shoulder. This is not season ending, but he will likely miss at least two weeks to rest and recover as he was already playing through a torn labrum on in his other shoulder. So now he has both of them torn. He's going to miss a couple weeks again. Alexander Madsen going to step up into that role. So hopefully you have him. Yeah, this, that that, I can't, Oh, that's got to hurt though. Both like both arms, you know, that's like having both arms in a cast in a way, but just like, oof. that's hopefully he has somebody who can rough. Yeah. He got carted off the field. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Someone feeding food. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> 49ers wide receiver Debo Samuel suffered a groin injury. He's expected to miss one to two weeks. Ryan, you're the Debo truther on the show. How do you feel about Debo? Uh, I mean, if he only misses one week, I'm not tripping. It's more... It's The thing for me that I'm, uh, I'm not worried about is the, the targets and the volume. I know he's being a good running back. I just would like more targets. So, I mean, he's still getting touchdowns, still getting yards, doing all that good stuff. I, if it's just a week, all right. But Kyle Shanahan's the same dude who said that George Kittle might play and then put him on IR. So, I don't believe Kyle Shanahan or anything he says. So, I'll keep an eye on this. But, I'm not worried about it. Yeah. This, okay. this, is, uh, this is all part of my long con in that trade I had with Ryan earlier in the season. <laughs> I knew this was happening. So, uh, 
Brandon Ayuk's looking pretty good right now. <laughs> mm-hmm. Nice, nice. J.D. McKissick was carted off in Monday night's game. There's been no update as of yet. So, again, we'll just have to stay tuned. We'll update you guys on Twitter. FF Daydreamers, follow us there. To, we'll update you guys uh, whenever we get news or listen to the next episode because we'll update you there as well. All right, that'll do it for the news. Let's move on to our waiver wire. All right, first, is there anyone you guys could not use for this list? They are over 33% rostered that we should be looking at first. Alexander Madison, 33.5% rostered. You got Jamal Williams, 46.1% rostered. Um, I'm sure all the good backup backs yeah. should be this rostered. Chubba Hubbard, yeah. yeah, Chubba Hubbard, 33.4% rostered. Would you even put in like Dante Foreman? Like he's 41% rostered. Um, he got like a hundred. I think yards. so. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Just because that Tennessee team is definitely run, run, run heavy, and um, we'll talk about the other guy, the other back in that backfield whenever we get to our uh, three waiver wire ads. Mm. Um, but yeah, I, I definitely would have Dante Foreman as one of my ads as well. Um. Yeah, Tony Pollard. Any any backup running back because a lot of them are now starting. So mm. go ahead and grab the backups if they're still backups. Uh, Van Jefferson, wide receiver for the Los Angeles Rams. He's forty two point eight percent rostered. He scored a touchdown, went over a hundred yards. Um, Robert Woods is out. Odell Beckham came in, but Odell Beckham is not Odell Beckham of old. Yes, he is good, but. I think uh, Van Jefferson is more time with the team. Definitely helps him out. You guys have anyone else? No, I like that Van Jefferson point. Uh, I like Odell too. I like I like both of them. They both yeah. got a lot of targets. I was looking at some stuff about Matthew Stafford, uh, and then like the first five games, he only threw like thirty three average thirty three pass attempts, and now it's almost forty. Um, so I, they're all getting targets. Some reason except for Tyler Higby, I feels like, um, <laughs> but they're all getting targets. Odell scored that deep touchdown. Van Jefferson had that deep touchdown. I just, I think it just matters and what type of game, what type of game the Rams are playing. If they're gonna keep throwing the ball like how they're throwing, if they're down or in neutral game script, then I'll probably have all three of them. I mean, we've seen the Rams before have three receivers start with Cooks, Woods, and. Um, and cup. So this could be like this again. Absolutely. Uh, and then last guy, Jeff Wilson Jr., 35.6% rostered. Uh, like Ryan said, Debo Samuel was getting a lot of running back touches. He was not catching the ball a lot. So I think uh, with him being out, Jeff Wilson Jr. kind of steps into that running back role with Elijah Mitchell to give Elijah Mitchell a break. Uh, so I think Jeff Wilson Jr. might be worth uh, the add there. All right, let's get into your top three waiver wire ads rostered in 33% or fewer leagues. Keone, you want to start us off? Um, sure. And I, I think we all relatively have, we have at least each of us have two of the, like, the same guy. So um, I, though, I think I have him, this guy, at number one and the other guy at number two. Um, I have Kendrick Bourne at number one only because he plays this week, whereas the other guy is on a bye week, I believe. So um, Kendrick Bourne, though, is 15.2% rostered. And Jesus Christ, it's Kendrick Bourne. Um, <laughs> I, they, you know, I wanted to make a different 
born identity joke than they did in the, the broadcast because oh my yeah. god did they run with that in the broadcast jesus oh criminy. man like my goodness like okay anyways, terrible yeah it was just like all right guys we get it we get it you're you're middle-aged men and you like action movies um but yeah myers basically is the guy who gets the yards whereas Bourne seems to you know sneak his way into the end zone so he is he is a bit touchdown dependent um you know he has to constantly find his way different ways to get in the end zone, you know, either with a rolled up magazine, newspaper, or even a pen, because, you know, the pen is mightier than the defender. So you see, there's, that's a different born joke there. <laughs> so that's a little bit more thought into that one. Um, yeah, I mean, he just, he, he gets touchdowns and I mean, he doesn't get as many targets as, as, uh, as, uh, Jacoby Myers, but he gets in the end zone. That's the, what's the most important part. And this team seems to be clicking. So mostly their defense, but still, Mac Jones finds him in the end zone. Yeah, absolutely. Kendrick Bourne is going to be on my list um, a little bit later. My first guy is Dontrell Hilliard, 27.9% roster. That's who you were talking about, Keone? Yes. Yes. Yeah, the Titans have not been playing well as of recent since they lost King Henry, who is really their whole identity. The team, the Titans as a team, are hopeful that... Derrick Henry can return in early January, meaning he's going to be out all of December. Hilliard is one of the two backs. We talked about uh, Dante Foreman already. Hilliard is the other back filling in. In the last two weeks, he's finished as a running back 15 and the running back 9. He's played in over 50% of the offensive plays each week. This week, he carried the ball well. He had 131 yards. He scored a touchdown. uh, And they're not throwing the ball well, so... Both both running backs went over 100 yards on the ground. So Dante Hilliard, yeah. So Hilliard's uh, mine. Uh, 28 total touches last two weeks, same as Foreman. Uh, like you guys said, the Titans are hurting for weapons. And after the bye, they do play the Jags. So I expect them to run over on the Jags. Great, great matchup. And then Bourne was my number two. Uh, six straight games of four or more targets. I just think he's a solid wide receiver three play with kind of bigger upside than Myers. Keone, your number two was... Uh, oh, so Hilliard? my number two was Dontre Hilliard, so we kind of had those switched around. But yeah, I think uh, his matchup was great, and he's also in the game before that, or this past one, he had eight eight catches, so like they can use him in the passing game, which is nice. So he gets touches some way or another, I think is a, is a good point. Um, should I go into my number three guy? Um, let me, let me cover my number two guy because okay. I, I kind of switched the notes that you guys saw. I have Taysom Hill as my number two this week, 2.2% rostered. We saw the Cam Newton experiment where in two weeks he went from being the QB four to the QB 28 getting benched. Taysom Hill, much like Cam Newton is not a great passer, but he can run the ball, which is great for fantasy it's looking like Taysom Hill will get the start for the Saints this week he is taking the first string uh reps in practice so if Taysom Hill is out there he's gonna have definite fantasy implications on him I think he has a definite chance at running for a touchdown if not multiple and so yeah Taysom Hill that's that's probably also helped especially if Kamara misses another game so yeah I think they practiced on Sunday, and Kamara, that him yeah. and Mark Ingram both were where the media were. 
Or yeah. where the media were able to watch oh, okay. them. They were both on the field doing everything. Okay. Hmm. All right. Who's your third guy, Keone? Um, Excuse me. Uh, my third guy is David Njoku. He's 5.1% rostered. Um, he's another guy who has a buy this uh, this week, so that's kind of, you know, you, you're getting him this week for the next week because he, they face the uh, Ravens again, and the Ravens are one of the worst uh, defenses against the tight end, and he did well against them this past week. He got over 10 points, and that team, I don't know, that team, the, the Browns are a rough team to, to watch, but, you know, if you need to stream a tight end, that he's a possibility, especially against um, a Ravens team, and they're going to be in Cleveland in this next game. So, and plus, they need the the Cleveland Browns need to do something because they've kind of slid a little bit, and so they need to do well if they're going to have any chance of getting back in the AFC hunt. Um, and uh, definitely, yeah. So that's that's no joke. <laughs> uh, my number three is Kendrick Bourne. We've already talked about him. He has five finishes inside the top 20 wide receivers, and he has five touchdowns on the season. Uh, coincidence? I think not. He gets in the end zone. He finishes inside the top 20 wide receivers, and this this New England team is rolling right now. So, All right, Ryan, you're number three. Oh, okay. Uh, Josh Reynolds. Nice. Um. I know. Not nice in this Reynolds. Uh, uh, you're gonna have to convince me here. Okay. All right. I know we've been looking for the Lions' number one option uh, throughout many different weeks. Swift is hurt. Uh, Reynolds three for five, three receptions, five targets, seventy yards, and a TD this week. He played for golf for four seasons before, and last year he had career high in receptions, targets, and yards with golf. Um, I just think that if they have the connection now, Swift is out. Reynolds might be a little play. I actually was going to do this last week and I forgot about him and I'm picking him someone else or picking three other players. But I've, I've looked already picked him up in one league because if he does become the wide receiver one in the Lions, is he that valuable? No. But you got, you get some injuries. I might start him. I'm telling you. Could get a little hot. I also had Cole Komet uh, as another option. Five or more targets of the fi- uh, five or more targets in five of the last six games. Scored twelve plus fan- uh, plus fantasy points in two in the last three. And I know Arizona is not a great matchup, so I wouldn't pick him up for this week in general. Yeah, but it would be someone I keep an eye on. Um. Yeah, I definitely have. Uh, Cole Komet on my list as well. Just a little bit uh, further down the list. Is there anyone that anyone else, Keone? Because Ryan threw in an extra person. Is there anyone else that uh, you had your eye on? I did not. I kind of had to reach for uh, David Njoku, but I think we had the clear um, uh, top top two. two. Yeah, for this week. Yeah, I agree. Is there anyone that you are dropping? Um, Obviously, Christian McCaffrey. <laughs> uh, Christian McCaffrey, that's a great one. Um, <laughs> I, I have all Jags besides James Robinson. Yes. If you haven't already dropped Marvin Jones. But, like, I don't think you need LaVishka Chenault. I, yeah, he might make some plays every once in a while, but what he's going to make those plays on your bench. So yeah, I, it's I, not worth the start. I think I had to play um, Marvin Jones, although I technically didn't have to play him. It's just, I didn't want to play miles Gaskin. And so, huh? um, <laughs> but 
Marvin Jones just yeah, he's not reliable. He's not, no. you know, that go-to guy cuz, you know, um Trevor Lawrence is figuring it out. So and they're they're not that great of a team. So until they get more chemistry or whatever, there's not really that viable of an option. So, yeah, I would I feel comfortable getting rid of him. Um maybe Tim Patrick? I don't know. Uh, like, yeah. That right on the edge there for me, for sure. Especially if if Teddy Bridgewater, who got banged up, um, misses time mm-hmm. with Drew Locke, Tim Patrick is is not it's not going to happen. Yeah, because that that team basically that the defense was that team for that game. Like they they could not really move yeah. the ball very much on offense, and so their defense was just really keeping him in that game. His dribbleness did some stuff, but Drew Locke yeah, definitely but, didn't. No. Yeah. 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 Uh, Zach Moss, we've already talked about for weeks now. Drop Zach Moss. He was a healthy scratch for the Bills on Sunday, so he's still 68.5% rostered. And then, ah, oh man, I'm right on the edge there. Kenyon Drake. He's, mm, yes, I likewise. <sighs> like the last, the last three weeks, he's gotten four attempts, five attempts, seven attempts. He hasn't gotten over 25 yards. He's only gotten... A high of three targets, then two targets, two targets, and he hasn't scored a touchdown in the last three weeks. I think Kenyon Drake had a little bit of a, a a burst there, but I think you can move on from Kenyon Drake unless you're the Josh Jacobs uh manager and you're holding on to him just in case Josh Jacobs gets hurt. But if you're not, I think you can definitely move on. I agree, Brian. Anyone that you're dropping? Um, Drake, and then um, Tim Patrick as well. Yeah, Tim Patrick. I- I try to stay with you as long as I could, but um, someone who who I'm dropping one more name I got here. He dropped the ball, Jalen Rager. <laughs> drop drop that ball at the end of the you game. Have on your t- <laughs> <laughs> nah, don't he's only he's only twenty two point six percent rostered, bro. No, I just you, to- you just you just had to say it's all right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you are thirty-one to three or whatever, forty-one to th- four, my bad, forty-one to ten versus the Bengals. Yeah. Don't be bringing up our yeah, teams, bro. You tied the Lions. I'm good all year, bro. I'm just saying, you guys tied the Lions. We yeah, are I didn't lose again with Mason Rudolph. Mason Rudolph, garbage. Mason Rudolph could throw the far by the, far, throw the ball farther than Big Ben. Can't throw it accurately though. Jamarcus Russell could throw the ball 70 yards, bro. <laughs> Didn't make it in the NFL. <laughs> All right, that'll do it for our waiver wire. Let's move on to our week 12 recap. What are two takeaways you guys had from this week's slate of games? Keone? Um, So my first one is um, I have a hot take. The Dolphins are going to make the playoffs. So. Here's why. And I, I kind of made a joke about it a few, like, I think when they beat Baltimore, and I'm like, they have a chance to go 10 and 7. They still do, um, which is awesome. Um, so their defense is one of the best in the leagues right now. They're rolling over, you know, their opponents. Tua is playing well enough to not lose them games, which is really important. It's like the kind of the, the Mac Jones effect is, and stuff. And then Jalen Waddle is becoming the emperor of that offense he's a relative king of the open field he clearly knows how to wear his chin strap when he comes off the line he is abrasive 
and not very gentoo. You put a football in his hands and you call it macaroni. Thank you, Ian, for indulging me in that. Um, if you didn't, if you didn't guess, those are all uh, species of penguins because his name is Waddle. Mm. Yeah, so there, there, there you go. Um, but yeah, their upcoming schedule is the Giants. They have a bye, then the Jets, then the Iffy Saints team, and then the Titans, who aren't the same without Derrick Henry and are down a lot of receivers. And then they have the Patriots, which may be sitting a lot of players in that final week. So I think they have a definite chance of making the playoffs and even better, potentially going 10 7. So, yeah, second longest win streak in the NFL right now, behind um, only those Patriots. Yeah, they this their defense as well. <laughs> um, yeah. my second my second takeaway is Cam is looking a lot less like Superman and a lot more like lame ass old just Clark Kent, because he looked terrible in this game. Like we said before, um, five for twenty one, ninety two yards, and two interceptions. And his rushing touchdown, you know, his touchdown for the game came like within the five yard lines. I think he had three rushes for five yards. So he is not, you know doing what he what they came in or what they brought him in to do and i can't credit i can't take credit for this because this is in what intern aaron said as we were watching the game but he suggested that they use pj walker you know um for the majority of the quarterback play and then once you get into the red zone or like the goal line situations that's when you bring in cam newton and it would be similar to what the the raiders do with marcus Mariota. Like, you can bring him in on a, a third down play, a third and short, or you can bring him in for that goal line touchdown. And that's fine. He doesn't have to be your literal Superman, you know? He's, there are 32 quarterbacks that are better than him. I'm sorry to break it to you, Cam Newton, but that's just the way it is. So, you know, Sunday showed it, and... Only 31. I'm not saying Sam Darnold's better than him yet. Fair enough. So an injured Sam Darnold is not better than Cam Newton. Um, and you know what, uh, we figured out what Cam's kryptonite is being a bad quarterback. So there you go. (laughs) Having to throw the ball is his kryptonite. (laughs) Yes. He's very bad at that. All right. So my first takeaway is, is going to be Kendrick Bourne. Uh, we talked about him. He's an ad this week, scored two touchdowns, had a nice move to get up the sideline for his second touchdown. This Patriots team is really rolling right now. They are high powered. Mac Jones is getting better and better each week. Um, so yeah, Kendrick Bourne definitely been standing out. Um, and my second takeaway, Leonard Fournette. Leonard Fournette finished as the running back one on the week. He played in on 81% of the offensive snaps. He rushed for 100 yards. He scored four touchdowns. Leonard Fournette, we say it a lot on this podcast, Bruce Arians is a bitch, but you know what? Leonard Fournette has been bitch-proof this season. He's he's only finished outside of the, the top 25 running backs three times. Man, I was the Ronald Jones truther on the show before the season, and I was completely wrong. Leonard Fournette has taken over this backfield, and yeah, Leonard Fournette, steal of the draft. Yeah, he's. Uh, do you see his Lenny Four Tutties? Well, Lenny Four Tutties, too yeah. easy for him now. Bro. Yeah. Four easy for him now. Hey, Shoot. Hey. Uh, so my two takeaways, Patriots defense 
right now is just nasty, averaging 20 points a game on their six-game win streak. Uh, that would make them QB 10, running back 4, wide receiver 2, and tight end 1 on the season, like on a points per game basis. Uh, they also have a playoff schedule of at the Colts, and then Bills at home, and Jags at home. And then Jags at home championship game could be a game changer. Ciao, um, And then my next takeaway is just I've been looking at quarterback play lately. Uh, it feels like it feels like once a week that someone in the top fifteen who's like on season long just has a horrible week, and so I was looking about every quarterback in the top fifteen has two games or le- or more of under sixteen points, and then and then I was looking at even more and seeing how there's at least everyone except for Brady and Kirk Cousins and Kirk Cousins barely made the cut who have a game less than ten points, so it just feels like this whole season. Quarterbacks have been up and down. I'm not sure if it's because of defense is now sitting back in a lot, cover two and cover three, and just making quarterbacks dink and dunk. But but it feels like we're not getting we're either getting like massive games or very quiet games. The consistent level is just it's been hard. I mean, Ryan Tannehill has seven of sixteen or under. It's it's yeah. it's absolutely crazy. Bad. Number two on the list is Herbert. Five. And it just, it's just like, man, I mean, if Russ was in the top 15, it'd been just as bad too, but he's out. It's been a, it's been a weird season. And so like, yes, I think Definitely. you bring up a, a good point because the deep ball that's been missing a lot. And so it was like, there was one point where it's like, I think of all people, Carson Wentz made a nice pass to like, to, and I think it was never like Pascal or somebody. And it's like, oh, wow. That's amazing because it was like perfect bread big bread basket catch like right perfect where he was beat the beat the defender and it's like it just feels like we haven't seen that a lot this season just into those nice deep perfect long balls either people have been accurate been accu- inaccurate either ahead of or behind or what have you but it was just like really nice to be like wow that's what an NFL quarterback can do and should do you know <laughs> so I, yeah this is the season has been wild. I thought whenever you brought up Carson Wentz's deep ball, I thought you were going to talk about the one to Michael Pittman that got intercepted by Winfield. Did you see him go up and over Michael Pittman? Yes. That man made a play. Yes, he did. That that was crazy. All right, that'll do it for today's podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you guys wouldn't mind, go ahead and like, subscribe, wherever you guys are listening to this podcast right now. Leave us a five-star review. Uh, it would be much appreciated. Tell your friends to to listen to our podcast because we're giving out good information here. All of our all of our content, you guys can find that on our website, fantasydaydreamers.com. We also have Instagram, Twitter at FF Daydreamers on both of those. Go ahead and DM us any questions you guys have. Uh, who to add, who to drop. Uh, who to start, who to sit, anything. We also have a Patreon. Daydreamer Media. Daydreamer, one word, space, media. Go ahead and find us on there. Uh, we have some tiers to, to break down. Uh, yeah. Anything Anything else to plug? Um, it's the start of the holiday season. So this is a start. Happy Hanukkah, Internarian! Yeah. <laughs> hey, it is Hanukkah now. Day two, 
day three, whenever people are listening to this, maybe maybe you guys will listen to it a little bit later. But it, yeah, it's Hanukkah during the recording, so happy Hanukkah, intern Aaron. Yes, enjoy your gelt and your latkes and your um your dreidels, your dreidels and your package of socks. You know, mm. so <laughs> yes, yes, yeah. Uh, and remember, uh, stay dreaming. Stay dreaming. Stay dreaming. I'm Ryan Williams. <laughs>